Come through, queen. I wanna see ya come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Stan. And not Brendan. It's Alex. And this is Come Through Queen. This is episode 19, Semi-Home Slayed. This week on Come Through Queen, we're also joined by one-time popular girl and food aficionado, Allie Churchwell, which is perfect because this week in the deep dive, we are covering all of your favorite celebrity chefs, cooking shows, and cooking competitions. We're also gonna cover the big news of the past few weeks, including Karen Huger from The Real Housewives of Potomac stealing a baby, the trailer for Robin China, and Katie and Schwartzy having a beautiful Wednesday wedding. We'll also chat about this week's episodes of Real Housewives of New Jersey, Orange County, and New York. And of course, we'll end the show by crowning the freak of the week and the one true queen. So before we get to the news, first I want to thank Alex for filling in for Brendan this week as co-host. We miss you, Brenny. Yeah, and then also a welcome to our guest for this week, Allie Churchwell. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, so just to invite you all into our food story for the week, we just had uh, a whole 30 enchilada casserole, which was an interesting experiment. It was delicious. It I was loved delicious. It. I thought it would be perfect for you Midwestern queens who love a casserole. <laughs> From Detroit, love a casserole. <laughs> and then Alex graced us with Reed Drummond's mug cake. Chocolate mug cake. So it was featured on her episode geared at college students. So it was just a quick, fast, easy recipe for, you know, if you want a chocolate cake in a pinch. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we are going to get to read later on during the deep dive. Um, but before we get to that, let's do the news for this week. So you may have missed this since it's not a headline Bravo show. Uh, Karen Huber from the Real Houses of Potomac was in the news uh, from the Decider website. Uh, star Karen Huger is in a bit of an Instagram controversy. A few months back, she posted a video of an adorable little girl playing with a makeup brush. Uh, what's the big deal? The baby isn't Huger's, nor is she a blood <laughs> relative. And the baby's mother, a popular social media star who goes by at Nicole Milfi, uh, is not happy her daughter's likeness was co-opted by a reality star. So, some, so Karen posted the caption on the Instagram page, Introducing my family's youngest little diva in training. Babies, baby girl, baby fashion, hashtag RHOP. So the caption seems to suggest that the child is family, but she's not. In fact, the video was posted from Nicole Milfie's account. So the mother was upset over this, and she started going off on social media. And then apparently uh, she, she went on a Twitter rant saying, you pathetic leeching dusty ovary wrinkled t-shirt face ass oh moron. <laughs> Did you really claim my child as your kin? Apparently after that whole, <laughs> rant, uh, the two ladies had a phone conversation and the whole story is that the social media queen's dad took the baby to a party where they were filming Real Housewives of Potomac and that's how... She got like, but I think I think I read or well I read Karen like responded apparently and said that 
that she knows the the man or has known him for a really long the time. The dad. Yeah, she knows the father really well. So yeah. I guess that's where that, that's why she was referring to the baby as like family, quote unquote. Yeah, but the but the mom was at the party. Apparently, right. the mom doesn't know Karen at all. So that's what made. Well, the and the video wasn't even taken by her. She just like lifted mm-hmm. it from the mother's Instagram account. Yeah, that's a little <laughs> much. But I just, I mean, like, what really drew me into the story was that they painted it as if this woman on Housewives stole a baby. (laughs) 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 And that just got me right away. Um, So hopefully, I mean, the other big part of this news story is it sounds like they're filming Potomac right now. Well, yeah, I mean, it was renewed. It was renewed, but like... I thought thought Potomac was over. Yeah, season one's over. (laughs) No, I thought they just like didn't renew. No, no, it's coming back. I'm happy that they're staying in the headlines, though. That's yeah. Like, that's nice for them. Yeah, good for Karen as yeah. the matriarch of the show. I know, I feel sorry for Dallas, but... Um, yeah, pray for Dallas. Yes. Uh, so in other big news this week, the Rob and China trailer debuted. So you guys watched this uh, earlier today. Are you still texting bitches? I mean, what bitches is Fat Rob texting now? <laughs> I'm sorry, but who is he texting? Who would he be texting? Um, like Instagram fans, probably. Right? I don't know. No. We'll, I guess we're going to see on the show. We'll have to find out. But we got more peaks. We got we got to see Chloe being annoying. She was, Shocker. She was like, oh, like Rob is now on social media. She's just super protective of Rob. She always has been. They live together. But she, she has enabled his issues. That I do think is probably true. Whatever happened with... Lamar and Rob in that household, we may never know, but <laughs> but one can certainly surmise that it was not great. Enabled by Chloe. Right. Yes. Um, but, like, we got a little uh, shots of, like, the rest of the fam in the show. I'm very excited for it. Um, like, the past few episodes of Keeping Up With The Kardashians has been pretty good, so I think this is going to lead into something special. Um... We get to see Rob exercising, China's <laughs> pregnant belly. Oh. Like, she looks like she's ready. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she, and she's got that tat on her tummy, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How far okay. along is she now? Um, I tried to do a little research, but I couldn't find the answer. I mean, wouldn't you think that they'd be timing it so that, like, the finale would be the birth of the baby? Like yeah, probably. I mean, because I feel like the Kardashians especially, like, they're filming after the show premieres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to Housewives, that, like, everything's in the can by premiere time. Yeah, yeah. So, I feel like she's probably ready to pop sometime in, like, Q4. Right. Yeah. I mean, even if the season's only, like, eight episodes, like, that'll take us into uh, November. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Perfect. Um, Just as a side note to all this, I Am Kate was canceled. What? So, oh, you didn't know this? No. Yeah, Kate yeah. announced it on her Twitter page. Wait. And Jenny Bol- Boylan responded to her and said, oh, so I guess it's official now. Yeah. Which yeah. made me feel sad. Wait, I know. was like, it disappointing viewership or? Yeah, I think so, yes. Yeah. Well, also, like, the community wasn't really getting behind Kate because yeah. of her problematic stances. Stances. <laughs> yes. So, but the supporting girls were fantastic. Yeah, I say cut Kate and like keep yeah. the show going without Kate. Yeah, just bring, rename it. Yeah, bring Kate onto like the Kardashians, yeah, spinoffs, 
And then put all the other ladies in their own spin-off. Yeah. Give Shandy her own show. She's a star. Give Shandy Center Peach. Yes. No, put <laughs> Shandy on like a daytime show. She people would open up to her. Oh, yeah, I, I would support that. Yeah. Um, okay, last news item. So this isn't really being covered by the press. You may just be hearing it here first. This is a come through queen exclusive. <laughs> so if you're following on I follow uh, Kristen Duty on Snapchat, and I follow Bravo on Snapchat once they uh, start promoting like teasers to new seasons on the Snapchat, that's when I start following. Hmm. So both Duty and Bravo uh, yesterday were posting like snaps of the rehearsal dinner, and I was like, hmm, that's interesting, like maybe they're just doing the rehearsal dinner on a Tuesday because it's convenient, um, but apparently, Today is the wedding, Wednesday, the day we're recording this. Oh, wedding Wednesday. Wednesday for Katie and Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the theory is, I guess, we were talking about this earlier. What's the theory? What was the theory? That um, they all could get off, they couldn't get off on the oh, weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah, their Sir schedules, yes. Yeah. It's like easiest for them all to get off from Sir on a Wednesday. Well, I was thinking more in terms of, like, they're all very big stars, and, like, sometimes you have to, like, you know... Like get the paparazzi off your trail, so you have to like, you know, like a Saturday wedding would be too obvious. Except for the fact that they're <laughs> on Snapchat. Snapchat. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> um, I wonder if this is going to be like the season wrap up, or there's more to come. I mean, Katie. Uh, I mean, Sheena's wedding wasn't the season. No, finale. Pump Rules usually like. I mean, it starts airing in like what November, so there's still time. I f- I feel like, I mean. I wouldn't think that this would be the finale because, at least judging from the Snapchats, it seems like everybody's very happy and hunky-dory. Like, yeah. Vanderpump Rules, the finales are always explosive and there's a fight. Except it seemed like uh, when they were Snapchatting the New Orleans trip that Tom Sandoval and Ariana were not there. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I want them on the outs. Ariana is a them. fucking bore. <laughs> she did look beautiful in the snaps though. She did. Yeah. yeah. And also in the snaps. Stassi. And Shay was Oh, he looks thin. Like he looks great. Fun of weight. Yeah. He looks like, I didn't even recognize him. That's what quitting drinking does, apparently. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Or do the whole 30. Also, <laughs> she has lost a ton of weight. I was mean, if you compare Sheena? Like, season Sheena Marie. Yeah, yeah. Really? Was season one and like now, she was a she was a little chunky. Think. Yeah, she looks great now though. I need to take um, a look back. I think it's like a company. Well, she explains away the alleged plastic surgery with weight loss. Oh, good call. Okay. So I think the face has gotten a little zhuzhing. Zhuzhing a little. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there might have been like a chin implant in there somewhere. Something. Well, yeah. She, maybe she went to Stassi's doctor. I don't yes. Know. <laughs> Whoever Stassi's doctor is, send me to him or her. Yes. <laughs> uh, so let's get to. The Real Housewives show for the week. So we'll start off with New Jersey. Um, we start off with Melania doing yoga with Teresa. Sweet mother-daughter time. Yeah, and Melania broke her butt doing it, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it, it's like we're getting phone calls between Teresa and uh, Melissa about the upcoming fashion show. Yes. Yeah, it's really nice seeing Teresa like you know, supporting the nieces and nephews at this point. Yeah, well, I mean, she 
has no one on her side besides right. Melissa. And how do you feel about the Gorga kids walking in the, in the show? <laughs> oh, God. I mean, well, like, Gia did it better, what was that, season one or season two? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, they're following in Gia's footsteps, but it's nice seeing their, you know. But as Gabriella being the long-lost Hadid sister, it really <laughs> should be Gabriella walking in the shows. <laughs> Very fashion week. <laughs> Um, we also learned, so we have a few, like, business ventures to discuss. Dolores is opening a new gym. I know. The Powerhouse Gym. I will go to that gym. <laughs> I want to support my sister Dolores. She's beautiful. Oh, yeah, you are a super fan of Dolores. I love Dolores. Uh, I love it, the new girls. Yeah, the new girls are really fitting in perfectly. They are. Um, we also get a little bit of... Chris Larita's new business venture, uh, Little Colonel. Yeah, I've been, like, following the popcorn venture, like, on social media. It seems like it's being sold at, like, certain farm stands. Farm stands! Yeah, in, like, Washington State. So they're, you know, they're they're making a little bit of headway there, they're, seems. They're putting their name out there. Yeah, they've got, like, some interesting flavors, I think. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, intrigued. I'm not a popcorn person, because, like, I ate popcorn twice as a kid and threw up both times, and now I'm, like, yeah. I'm just associating that with a negative memory. You've got to support Jack. I do. Support the Loritas. And during, like, during Jack and Chris's business conversation, there was a picture of Jacqueline from back in the day oh like in the background. Oh my god, with her hair like five inches high. Yes. Different, completely different face. Next to a bottle of black water. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's like, that's the fermenting process. No, that's, it, that's literally how black water is made. <laughs> it just sits on a windows. <laughs> <laughs> An open bottle of Poland Springs. <laughs> Check in with Siggy, uh, and there's drama going on with uh, her da daughter Sophie. She's using the phone at school, which I can't even imagine like how kids are allowed to have phones at school and like be on them, but then they get in trouble and they get in detention. Well, I feel like it's you could argue that like you know in the case of an emergency, maybe the kids' parents need to get to. Okay. I don't know. Well, I mean, when, when my sister was in, like, elementary school, she had, like, one of those phones that has, like, four buttons. It's mm -hmm. like... Oh, like, child lock Yeah. Phone. Well, it's like, it's like, you could call, like, your mom, dad, or, or like, 911. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, I feel like if I was sending a kid to school, I would give them that and not a fully functioning iPhone. Well, it seems like Siggy's a little bit of yeah. a pushover <laughs> as a parent anyway, so, I mean, I, like, loved that the daughter, like, mid-conversation just said, like, can we go to Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if they're grabbing the new cold brew, which oh. I love. Dunkin' Donuts cold brew is lit, fam. I mean, Don't this sleep is, on it. This is, a food, this is a food episode, so we yes. should definitely touch on all the food moments. Ooh, also, oh my god, wait, can we talk about the, the, the lemon, oh. the lemon cronut at Dunkin' Donuts that we had the other oh day? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Well, Duncan has like those seasonal special donuts. Like, yes, and they had a lemon cronut. We we got it on the eight hour drive back from P Town this past yes. week, and it was surprisingly del delightful. Dan got it, and I like sort of scoffed at him when he told me he got it, and I had a bite, and I was forever changed. Yeah, I mean it, it doesn't delicious. look that appetizing, but it, it no. tasted delicious. It was great. 
I love it. Church, have you tried the cold brew from Dunkin' yet? I don't go into Dunkin'. Oh my god, <laughs> you? Where do you get your coffee, Church? I don't go into Starbucks or Dunkin'. <laughs> I don't. I don't like the coffee there. Do you have like a personal brewer? Well, I do have um, an espresso and I make espresso every morning. Or at home? At home. Or I will go to the cute little coffee shop around the corner, but I do not go into Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> or Starbucks. <laughs> Makes me sick. Oh, I right. love dunks. America yeah. runs on dunks. Yeah, it's, it's an East Coast thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. You're a Midwest queen. Yeah. I am. I'm surprised you don't love like a caribou or whatever you guys <laughs> drink out there. Oh. A Tim Hortons. <laughs> Tim Hortons. That's like Canada. A Frappuccino. <laughs> Deluxe Supreme. Yes. Um, so something that we like noticed two weeks ago that that confessional look City had. That we thought was like some insane shoulder pad. Yeah, it looked like so it was like a pointy shoulder pad. Yeah. Yes. So in this episode, we both noticed it's actually just like the back of the chair she's it's, sitting in. It's the chair, yeah. That matches like her fabric of her clothing. Yeah. So mystery solved. She looks, that was a little disappointing. I know. I was, like, I was really hoping that she was just wearing like an avant-garde fashion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so we do the little fashion show and... Like, uh, the adults are sitting on one end and the four kids on the other end. Melania came to support, like, the Gloria kids. I'm loving Melania's hair this season. She's got, like, the pink tips. Well, it was laid. Yes. <laughs> yes. For the gods. <laughs> and then little Joey, during, like, the emotional conversation, says, I love everybody at this table. My heart melted. I know, but, like, the Gora kids, I'm still not so lost. <laughs> Like how so? Like what do you mean? Like I feel like just as stars. I well, like, I feel like, you know, that was probably the most genuine out of everything so far. But oh all, yeah, well this season the everything is very staged in the Gorga house. Yeah, like all like yes. they, I feel like they definitely like rehearse ahead of time. Like, yes. No, I'm not. I don't trust it. Um, but uh, Melania wishes she had a brother. She hates all these girls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which yeah, she. I mean, it's all. It's for for a little girl. She is a strong, young woman. That yeah. Melania. Yeah, she can beat up all three of her sisters. I also had that sumo wrestler outfit in college. Oh yeah, you did. You had it as a Halloween costume. Yes, I wore that senior year. That's cute. Yep. <laughs> um, so then we get to the big... one time popular boy. <laughs> <laughs> we get to the big moment of this episode, which is like the whole build up. So. Uh, Teresa and Jacqueline are having like a heart to heart like get together with their husbands as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teresa arrives with Joe, and like the men go off in a corner and they're like having a good time. Yep. Joe shows up with a giant case oh. of homemade wines, like a uh, a roller suitcase yes. of wines. <laughs> <laughs> Not well. Not well. And like Teresa can't even drink yet. Nope. So it's like just for like a roller suitcase for three people. <laughs> I do have to say I was anti Teresa for most of this, but it was nice when she was talking to Nicholas and like. I thought that that interaction was like very sweet. Yeah, it felt genuine to me. Yeah, like yeah, but for I mean, Teresa, we can't even get through meal preparation and appetizers before Jacqueline and Teresa start fighting. Nope. So, Teresa, like I say, you guys all ganged up and attacked me, but, like, Jacqueline made the correct point that Teresa had her own individual problem with all three of the women, so, like, the fact that they all had a problem with her isn't, like, they planned it. Like, 
and correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe I'm just not remembering the past seasons, like, what was her problem with Caroline? Wasn't Caroline just, like, defending Jacqueline? Oh, it was the cookbook with Caroline. Yeah. Wasn't it? Right? But also, I think, like... The Olive Garden comment. I, well, I think Caroline <laughs> had a problem with Teresa because Teresa was, like, getting involved with her relationship with Dina. That's, like, more behind the oh, scenes Oh, right, stuff. right, right, yes. yes. So, like, the, the Olive Garden thing is probably more for the camera just so there's a explanation as to why they're fighting. Yeah, true. Um, but I, my whole, like, understanding of their relationship is that they are from two different planets in terms of, like, communication. Yes. Like, Jacqueline is very straightforward and, like, speaks what's on her mind. And, like, Teresa, like... She's, like... She, I feel like Teresa, like, she just wants somebody who's gonna, like, nod their head. Yes. Yeah. And just, like... She wants an agreeable friend. She doesn't want anybody who's going to challenge her or ask her any of the tough questions, which is, like, her prerogative, but that's not who Jacqueline is. Jacqueline wants to know the truth. She wants to, like, have the difficult conversations. Yeah. But I did think that calling Joe Gorga mid-conversation was a little crazy. Well, that was, like... I mean, you could, like, see, point. you could see, like, at the end when, like, she and Chris were standing next to each other, they sort of looked at each other, and she was like, yeah, like, we got them. Like, <laughs> it felt very, like, yeah, we're getting, like, our bonus from Bravo. Um, yeah, I guess so. Um, I don't know. It felt very, like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they're going through a tough time, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the part when, when Teresa said to Joe... Because, like, Joe was having a good time with Chris. Yeah. And Teresa says, you can stay. You can take an Uber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's nice to know that there is now Ubers in Franklin Lakes. Yeah. I mean, well, we've, like, the three of us have taken Ubers in down the Jersey Shore. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. So it exists out there. Yes. yes. And then, then Jacqueline ended it with a little zinger. Like, she had a curfew anyway. <laughs> that I shook me to the core. Well, like, she didn't say it to her face. It was more like But still. <laughs> but that, I mean, that was great. I mean, horrible, but great. <laughs> and then, like, in the car ride home, like, Joe goes from defending Jacqueline to yeah. then saying, She's, she's a, a bitch! bitch. She's, she's, she's a, a bitch! bitch. <laughs> I changed my mind. She's a bitch. Now it's hitting me. It's starting to hit me. She's a bitch. It was so insane. And then, and then like, it just ends with Teresa saying, I need to go do yoga. I need to go be zen. And that's, like, totally Dina's impact. Yes. I wonder if she got the yoga a little bit ahead of time from Dina, or was it pure No, life? it was pure prison. Read... Yeah. Turning the table. Oh my god. I will not. <laughs> Thank <laughs> <Yeah>. you. Don't. <laughs> Somebody um, who has read it. So let's move on quickly to OC. Uh, there's a few things to talk about before the big fight. Uh, Kelly Dodd's Japanese impressions while she and Tamara are, are preparing for the party. And, like, Tamara is a professional. Like, she yep, doesn't she respond. Knew. She just shakes her head. She knew not to feed into that. Yeah. For sure. Um, well done, Tamara. Yes. Kelly Dodd is problematic with and, a capital P. And it's the first time in the episode where she says she's been a millionaire for years and years. Because they're talking about, like, the fact that one of the ladies said that Kelly sucks dicks to pay bills no. or something. Oh my god. Sidebar church has never seen like any <laughs> I know. Chime in with your questions, church. Yes. I'll pipe in. <laughs> um, so then we get Vicky and Brianna with uh, baby Troy and they're talking about like, the fact that Vicky wants to buy a boat mm-hmm. but apparently she had already bought a boat and then she had to give it to Don in the divorce settlement. The kid. And the kid, <laughs> the kid. The kid's like, 
Oh, he should give you money for the bow. And Vicky's like, yeah, he should give me money for the bow. <laughs> <laughs> what she say? She was like, she was like, that's never gonna happen. Uh, yeah. that was good. Yeah. Um, we get a quick segment of Heather Dubrow and the doctors, but I didn't really care about that. Yeah. We get Megan going to one of uh, Shan's doctors, Doctor Tim. I prefer Doctor Moon. Yeah, Doctor Moon's the star. Yeah. But uh, Dr. Tim was, like, you know, that scene was, you know, they, they all sort of spoke about, like, uh, Tamara and Megan sort of had yeah. it out, because Megan was, like, not remembering the same thing. I don't really remember. Yeah, I don't really care, but yeah. I, I do want to say, uh, the Dr. Moon thing, as an Olympic sidebar, is where I first learned about cupping. Like, cause, cause Dr. Moon was doing it on Shannon just two weeks ago, and then, and then I saw, uh, what's his face? Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps, Michael Phelps copied Shannon Bedore. Yes. Oh my God. I'm, I was so glad we finally slipped in an Olympic yes. segment. <laughs> Michael Phelps's final Olympics was helped by Shannon Bedore. Yeah. And Dr. She, Moon. She, she got in the gold. Yes. Um, so then Kelly and Vicky were hanging out like prior to the party again, or maybe just like a different day. I don't even remember. I think it was, oh, actually, you know, I'm not sure. I know, I think it was a different day. Yeah. But like, Kelly cooks for this disgusting meal of like- flavorless fish. Like, she, <laughs> she doesn't season like vegetables or the salmon. She just puts it all on a tray and then steams the whole tray. Oh, and then they, they just eat it. She like, said it's boring, but it's healthy. Like, I hate, I've mentioned this before, like, the OC women in food is like so wretched to me. Like it's such like that they like refuse. Do to they just eat like not camera. eat anything? Well, they don't like to eat, well they typically don't like to eat on camera. But like they so what do they do? do I they guess they just food? order and then like drink and stare at their food. I don't That's know. Sick. Or they like take their food to the bathroom. But they're <laughs> no. But they're also like afraid to like try anything that's not a steak. Or a kale. Or, like, they're, so, like, eventually we get to the Japanese restaurant, which we'll get into the fight of it, but, like, Vicky, like, doesn't want, like, Vicky's eating the seaweed salad, and she's like, it's fishy, it's fishy, like, mm -hmm. like don't go to a Japanese place if you're not going to eat fish, like, what do you want from, from them? Right. Um, Can we also talk about the fact that Megan was so crazy about this party in the first place? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. She I kept like, over that. Yeah. Like, that's what I was trying to get to yeah. with, like, the Dr. Tim conversation. But oh, I, yeah, yeah. I, like, was having trouble remembering. But, yeah, she was, like, she said that, like, like apparently she had told Tamara that she want, that she didn't mind Vicky being there. And then yeah. she said, I can't believe you invited Vicky. And then she said, I'm not going to come. And then she said, disinvite Vicky. And, like, she went through, like, so many different yeah, it was like 20 emotions yes so stupid um so then we get to the party and i think at this point like kelly's already a little lit up like as soon as she arrives yeah i feel like she hasn't been sober like a single time she's filmed yeah uh so she's just like screaming at she's just like i guess the megan brings up like the sucking wet for bill <laughs> <laughs> and then oh kelly God. kelly's like i Kelly's like, I'm a multi-millionaire. <laughs> she said she slipped that in like a couple times yeah. too. Which was funny because I felt like she also said, like, I'm a college graduate, and that was the comment that Shannon yeah. latched onto. It wasn't that like I've been a multi-millionaire for years. It was, I'm a college graduate, and Shannon was like, That's interesting. <laughs> oh my God. And then she just starts saying, like, shut the fuck up, you're a fucking 
fucking cunt. Yeah. <laughs> she said she yes. screams that to Shannon. Yeah. And then she screams to Tamara. Like, I don't know, Tamara's like speaking up over it. And then she says, Yes, you dumb fuck! And like she's just screaming at everyone. And at this point, like Vicky's realizing like maybe she chose the wrong side yeah well i don't but the thing is like i don't think vicky chose that side like kelly i feel like really latched on to vicky like uh, i think it's a two-way you think though i don't know because i feel like vicky like really had nowhere to go yeah exactly but, yeah. but but kelly like it felt like kelly really just sort of left megan in the dust and just like ran over to yeah, vicky yeah, yeah like for no reason it made no sense. That's, like i really have been having trouble like wrapping my head around that yeah they feel like film like no scenes together no yeah it's so weird and so it was like this dinner where she's sitting next to megan but they're like not even friends anymore but, like that's and it's what, been like five episodes that's what makes me question like the extent uh, of their actual of friendship. their actual friendship yeah true because like when it comes to oc they'll just plop someone in and say they're someone's friend and like yeah. it's not but it always thing. works but this doesn't i don't know I don't know how I feel about this girl. Well, I do, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's, she's the one who's a wonder. <laughs> um, but we also then get Heather's breakdown, which was <laughs> so insane. I mean, I, I kind have, of loved it. I'm not a Heather activist. I, like, I mean, I don't feel strongly about Heather either way, but I sort of, like, I, I sort of got it. Like, I don't know. What did you get like, I, f I feel like, I don't know, like, Kelly's behavior was just so, like, outrageous. I don't know. I feel, well, I feel well, a couple ways about it because, like, yes, she's, like, like, Kelly was really horrible, but then there's also, like, Vicky who, like, literally lied about her, yeah. <laughs> her boyfriend having cancer and, like, Heather's sort of willing to forgive her for that, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, but I, like... The words that Ke that Heather was saying is, I guess, what, like, annoyed me. Like, she's, like, saying, this is not okay. This is low-base bullshit. Leave. Like, <laughs> like, but if she's upset with Kelly, say, like, Kelly, like, you can't say this. Like, I don't want to be associated with you if you're going to speak like this. She was speaking more, like, in these broad strokes of, like... Well, I also feel like everybody at that dinner was wasted, though. Yeah. So I do, I don't want to, like, I feel like maybe had it been a different event or a different circumstance that maybe Heather would have expressed herself better. a bit better. Yeah. But, I mean, like you said, none of them eat at these events. And, yeah. they, and Bravo, like, literally made a point to show how many shots that they were oh, taking, yeah, yeah. how many drinks they were ordering. They were all hammered. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I think it sort of makes sense that she was, like, Screaming, this is low base bullshit, and yeah. then like crying to her husband oh my God. in the car. In the car. <laughs> that was insane. Like, we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kelly making fun of Heather and the Shams. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was that, Yeah, I supported that, actually. <laughs> but, but then I love, like, Tamara. Tamara was, like, really good in this episode. Like, Tamara is a pot star. As, like, a look, she's like, so you don't like Heather? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't. That was, like, the best line. I'm sorry. Woo. Okay. Woo. That was great. So let's, I mean, we just watched New York. All three of us who makes our church got a few seconds of this. <laughs> um, so we pick up with Ramona flipping out at Bethany over the big reveal of what Bethany received on the text messages. And she's like screaming, running to the bathroom, acting like a lunatic. 
Um, and then like, they want to see the pictures, but Bethany's not showing it to them. But did she, I wasn't only half paying attention to this part, did she end up showing it to Carol? She, or yeah, no? she, she shows it to Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, so then I, we get to a moment with, uh, we, so after that, we go to a dinner later. Unless yes. you have something else to say about that. No, okay. literally nothing. Yeah. So it's Beth, Sone, Beth, Sone, and Ramona. And like Sonia's going on about like how much she cared for Tom and like it's been like 10 years and then that's like we were lovers that's like were you caring for him in secret like you've never <laughs> mentioned him before in 10 years <laughs> yeah it's interesting because she was literally like dating what's his name on camera um Aviva's ex what's his name oh uh Dubin yeah Harry Harry and Dubin so, like, it, yeah. she had like a few young boyfriends too yeah but this guy this guy really touched her yes um <laughs> the, the first thing was I was surprised at this first dinner that Bethany and Carol did not arrive together. Because they've been like up each other's asses all season. Um, and then like Carol shows up with uh, Jules, Luann, and Dorinda late. And like Bethany's like ripping into Carol. Like, like so inappropriately. Great. Yeah, just like carrying on about like. Right, well, she gets all worked up over nothing. She just gets all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She's a wacko. <laughs> but like, she's I think, aggressive. Well, I think she knows she's on a show and yeah. she has to like stir up some drama. All right, but it's like, okay, so she was late. Like, what do you care? No, but I do have to say though, like, an hour and a half late. Yes, I I totally agree with right, that. But that's I pro I probably would not be addressing it like at the table. I prop well because I'm not very confrontational. But like maybe the next day I'd be like that was like fucked up of you. you right, it's like so, if like, it were me, like to to like scold somebody in front of a group of people is a little like I'm just, we're like, we're adults out. here. Right. Like it's she apologized, move on. Yeah, you know, like, well, be passive aggressive and then like yeah, exactly. Talk about her behind her back. back. Yeah. yeah. No, but I, I, okay, this is going to sound crazy because I've been anti-Bethany all season, but if I was in Bethany's shoes and I was pissed like that, I wouldn't be able to like... Hold it in. Not even hold it in, but like wind it back. Like I couldn't now have a fun night with you after you pissed me off. Like, oh yeah, well I wouldn't be able to look at them in the eye or maybe I'd just ice them out for the night, but I wouldn't scold them. I would just not speak to them. But that's who I am. Yeah, that's why I, I feel like I'd be passive aggressive rather than yes. be like annoying about it. Yeah, I totally. might be aggressive. I would just like slow burn. <laughs> you would be aggressive aggressive. <laughs> yes. I would just like slow burn punish someone. Exactly. Yeah. So Poison their food. Oh my god. <laughs> so some of the girls go out and then Jules is like on stage like humping a trumpet. Yeah, um, a, tr a oh trombone. Oh my god, that was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. Yes. And then like the She's girls, our sister. That's our sister. Yes. I know, I remember. <laughs> uh, and then like they're sitting around like discussing and Jules is like placing objects on her head, taking yeah, selfies. Is that like a bowl on her head? I yeah, really, like, some object. Really and then like... Uh, Dorinda was like, I wish John was here. And Lou's like, I wish Tom was here. And then Jewel says, I don't wish Michael was here. Just foreshadowing. Another nail in the coffin. Yeah. Um, Wait, so, we haven't even talked about like the Bagatelle. Like, well, that's that's next day. Oh, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was only half watching this episode. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so 
Beth, so back in the... I was putting on my face mask. Back in the hotel room, uh, Bethany and Sonia are hanging out, and Bethany makes Sonia give her Tom's phone number. <laughs> and she calls Tom, but Tom doesn't even pick up. So right. that didn't really turn out to anything. But that made me think of, like, Jacqueline with Joe Gorga, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oof. Um, so then the next morning, uh, Carol made eggs off Francais. Oh, yes. <laughs> and Ramona comes in looking like... Death became her. Church on a Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, drag me. Going for her artisan coffee. Artisanal. Enough <laughs> <laughs> for Looking like the corpse bride. Yes. Uh, so then the whole big, like, conversation is Dorinda planned this sandbar getaway for the women for the day uh bethany like said like first she was saying that she was gonna hang, go meet up with some friend for the mm-hmm. day but then ended up going to bagatelle with ramona, ramona and song yeah. yeah and like ramona has some macrame outfit oh, on the macrame looks even crazier with her boob job right? Right. just saying and, and it's like insane and the extensions yes <laughs> and like, those like lace up like gladiator like heel situation oh, Oy vey. oh yeah. fashion's like oof, never quite been her thing oh god uh so then the other ladies the yeah she was so upset and like i understand like if i was planning something and like everyone was shitting on my event yeah. i would be upset over that too and i will say Bagatelle is like garbage. You've been? No. But oh. I don't like <laughs> I have no I would have absolutely no desire to go to that like basic garbage place. Like the sandbar looks fun. It's like low-key, it's well, chill. Okay, I, about the sandbar, I want to say it looked fun, except I feel like it's probably more fun when it's low tide. Like they went at the wrong time. Oh, right? did they go they at the were, wrong time? Because I think they were all like there was no sand because there was it was no high sand. tide. Oh, they were all yeah. venturing from like boat to boat. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like that could be fun. Like that could be like yeah. kind of fun. Like you park your boat. I'm from Michigan. so like you kind of do that. <laughs> That's like a thing that you do is you, you know, you park your boat, you bring a bunch of beer or champagne or what have you. And you just like hop around. Bagatelle looks like a bunch of trash. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but before, I guess before they, they like, they set part ways. Bethany starts calling Dorinda the village idiot for like that was literally that was crazy so rude so rude because like Dorinda doesn't want to like drag Luann and Tom's relationship. Well, Bethany was literally like placing bets on whether they were or yeah. weren't going to get married. Yeah, which is rude. And Dorinda's like she ha- she's wearing a ring. She's booking yeah. places. Like, what do you want me to say? Like, I love Dorinda. Like, literally said I've choose to focus on the positive that's my girl yeah Yeah. bethany is a monster like literally a horrible horrible human um i do also want to say this is the second time in the episode where carol is not crawling up bethany's butt and does join the other ladies at the sandbar yeah and jules said it best and this is a little uh note from brendan actually um he chimed in with a little text to me saying uh, uh, that he wanted to share that uh, Jules said what we've been saying about Carol all along. That she's, like, fun when she's not with Bethany. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, it's clear. Like, she's been, she's been like, a fan favorite, like, every season until she started, like, heavily aligning herself with Bethany. I will say that I feel like this entire season, 
Ramona has been working overtime to be Bethany's best yeah. friend, trying so hard to be on Bethany's side, and it's finally worked. Like, she and Bethany are now, like, yeah. thick as thieves. Yeah. She'll probably screw that up, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other big moment from the sandbar is when the two gays on the, on the rogue boat Starts singing She's <laughs> and Luann loses her mind. Literally us. Simone. Simone. Literally us. They know my music. <laughs> we all do, Lou. Yeah. We all do. Um, we also get reminded that Lou admitted that she had an open marriage, but it seems like it was only the last few years that she made clear later to Bethany during their conversation. Like, I felt very sad when she literally said, like, did you, do you think that I wanted it that way? No, it's what it had yeah. to be. Like, she obviously loved him very much, and I think Bethany is not being fair. Yeah. Or has not been fair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did like when, when Luann said, she's been divorcing longer than she's been married. I'm supposed to take advice yeah. from her. <laughs> that was a good dig back. Yes. <laughs> um, and then Dorinda, they have another dinner out. Oh, and then, uh, oh, this is the dinner with Romero Brito, the king of Miami. Uh, yeah. The wait. art that, like, Bethany invited, and all the, and, like, Dorinda's especially pissed about it, because, like, she wanted it to be a girl's night, da da da. Well, and it's, like, Lou's night, too, and Lou was like, who even is this guy? And, yeah. Like, I thought it was just going to be us. Uh, but Bethany literally invited him to be a buffer between, yeah. like, her and the other girls. Um, and then Dorinda says, regarding Ramona, she's a dog that bites... I'll pet her in the ass, but I won't touch her in the <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Which is pretty perfect. Yep. And then, Dor- like, Dorinda and, uh, well, this goes to your point about uh, Ramona and Bethany being best friends. Dorinda starts, like, getting in a fight with Ramona, like, saying, oh, I thought you were going to be relaxing. Were you relaxing at Bagatelle? And she's like, I was relaxing at Bagatelle. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, and then Bethany, like, started defending yeah. Ramona. Yeah, she, you're not like, talking, you're yelling. She's like, why are you yelling at her? Yeah, like, I mean, they are, I mean, they're going to be on the same couch mm-hmm. this year, which is interesting, because last year, opposite. Yeah, like, opposite ends. Opposite ends, center. Center power position. Yeah. And next week is the finale. I can't believe it. I know. Uh, this wasn't the, their, their best vacation, but it, not, I mean, the season has been good, but like, I mean, last season was so, so good. Yeah, last season was so good. Last season was one of the best, so. But the Berkshires this season was. True, true. Like, second only to Scary, Scary Island. Island. <laughs> yeah. True. Uh, so that's it for New York this week, except uh, I do want to bring up that we watched Difficult People <laughs> last night, which Alex hates, refuses to I, watch. No, I don't hate it. I just don't, like, I've never even seen it, so I have oh. no reason to hate it. Okay, right. I just, like, don't feel like watching it. Yeah, I, like, tried to watch the first season and never finished it. Um, but we did watch uh, last night's episode. Luann and Sonia can act. Well, Luann was in it, like, a little bit longer. Yeah, like, but Sonia, Sonia, Sonia had her moments, too. Yeah, well, I thought Luann was a star. She was, yeah. She, like... Brought it. She was great. Yeah. She was great. So, tune into that. Um, and uh, let's move on to the deep dive. We're going to talk about food this week. Food! I'm jumping around the corner! <laughs> so, okay. So, all three of us here are big fans of Re Drummond. So, let's discuss our favorite Re 
reisms, re-moments, re-interactions. <laughs> oh my god. Church, why don't you start? You've oh my been gosh, like... I can't. Okay, well... I think you're like you're you're the real re-scholar. Yeah, I am a proud... I identify as a proud drumstick. That's what we re, re-drum and fans call ourselves. Um, yeah, I mean, I really, like, I sort of consume re-drumming content from many different platforms yeah, these do. days, which is, like, a, probably not normal. It's all-encompassing. Like, yeah, like, I'm sort of, I feel like I'm always, like, on the ranch with her, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm constantly, like, reading her <laughs> recipes, like, maybe not seriously, but I... Well, you finally cooked one tonight. I did, and I have to say, the mug chocolate cake, guys, don't sleep on it. It's delicious. It took five seconds. I mean, it's not exactly, like, a healthy treat. Yeah. Nothing that she does is a healthy treat. No. No. Yeah. One day, one of these days, me and Church are going to make her hot corn dip. Which Ooh. I had every intention of preparing for tonight. No, thank so you. It is a this... hot corn dip. Yeah, this, yeah that's, that's exactly what we need for this hot New York City night. Yes. It's a hot, it's a big, literally like... sweltering chili dip <laughs> comprised of mayo, sour cream, and cream cheese. Oh, and my corn. God. And Frozen corn. corn. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so no, we're, we're gonna post a link to the the mug recipe. Yeah, and uh, Daniel took photos of my creations as well, so I hope that those will also go on your Tumblr. Yeah, well, then check it out. <laughs> yeah, I snapped, I just I snapped the entire thing. Oh yeah, yes. so uh, you can watch my Snapchat. If you want, if you want to follow uh, the Snap uh, journey, what's your Snapchat name? Chipwell. C H I P W E L L. Chipwell. Perfect. Uh, so <laughs> Alex, re doesn't interact with fans. Frequently, but for some reason, I don't know what it is, but she has tweeted at me multiple times. And I, quoted your tweets. She has quoted t- today, for example. Um, well, so for those of you who aren't exactly drumsticks, um, Re has a, uh, there's a reoccurring, char- a reoccurring <laughs> character on her show, The Pioneer Woman, 10.30 and 11 o'clock a.m. on the Food Network Saturday mornings. Um, her name is Hyacinth, like the flower, um, who's Ree's best friend, and... They both homeschool. Yeah, they homeschool their children together, or not together, but like, you know, they... Socialize them. Yes, that's <laughs> like... <laughs> like, maybe dogs. they have like a recess at some point, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I like asked Bravo if they would cast Ree and Hyacinth in the Real Housewives of Pawhuska, Oklahoma... And Ree for, for Ree loves the Housewives. Like she's yeah. super into she loves Bravo. Bravo. Yeah. So if you follow follow her on in, or uh, not Instagram on Snapchat, she's if she's not snapping herself herself cooking, she's snapping herself watching Housewives of any city. Oh my god! I didn't even know that. Or all yeah. the time well, she so will be cooking why... something, and she'll have a housewife on in the background. Exactly. Oh yes. She will. Yes. She should be tuning in to come through, Queen. I know. That's what I like. I've tweeted at her before. <laughs> Well, so the first time that she really, like, responded to me, well, so, God, now I'm, like, I'm jumping all over the place. Yeah. The one that she tweeted at me today, I, I said, cast Rhea and Hyacinth on uh, The Real Housewives of Pasca, and she said, oh, like, we would need to really find some drama there, or something <laughs> like that. But the first time... But so also, she, she, she's opening up, if you've been watching uh, 
the Pioneer Woman, she's working on opening up a mercantile. Yes. And the perfect spinoff to the Real Housewives of Palasco would be a mercantile Vanderpump Rules. Oh. Drummond Rules. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. A bunch of like cowboys and cowgirls. So I think we have fights. to explain though for those who don't know what the mercantile is. Yes. Oh yeah. So she is opening up like, I don't even know what... Well, so it's this building that her, she and her husband bought in downtown Pawhuska, <laughs> um, and they're they are renovating it and they're opening it sometime next month, actually. Yeah, this fall. Um, as a deli slash bakery slash general store. Um, so I've been following that very closely, of course. They have t-shirts. They have t-shirts. I plan to buy one and cut it into a tank for P-Town next summer. (laughs) (laughs) And Churchwell and I are in the, in the process of planning our Pawhuska trip. We want to plan the pilgrimage to Pawhuska, Oklahoma. (laughs) (laughs) Want to go to the Merc? Yes, we have to go to the Merc. But you did tweet her one time asking to be a go-go boy. Well, first I asked her if she would open a gay bar in the Mercantile, which she did not respond to, of course. (laughs) And then I said, please, can I be a go-go boy at the Mercantile? She didn't respond to that. And then I just said, please hire me for the mercantile. And she said, oh, that would be a long commute for you. Which means, like, she, she looks, pays attention she to me. She does Like, see. she looked at where your location is I know. on Twitter. Like, that's insane. <laughs> Alex engages with her frequently. Really? Uh, I probably tweet at her more than I tweet at, like, any of my close friends. Yeah. For sure. And she does not ignore all of them. She does engage with some yeah. of them. Yeah. I once um, superimposed her head on Alison Dubois um, from a scene from The Dinner Party from Hell, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and she liked it, which was probably the greatest moment of my yeah. life. Uh, so I think that's a good re-rundown, but we're going to do, <laughs> we're gonna do a little game now of... Uh, the game is going to be called... Chef, Chef, cook, cook or, or creepy. <laughs> In honor of Bethany, uh, Alex is going to read a list of celebrity chefs, cooks, creeps, and we have to identify, each of us are going to say what we, what we would classify them as. And they are all, they have all at one time had a cooking show or participated in a competition on the Food Network. Food Network or cooking channel, or which channel. is also canon. Yeah. Okay, so starting with, of course, our favorite queen, Ree Drummond. Cook. I'd call her a cook. I love her, but I'd call her a cook. i call her a cook, but <laughs> with, like, a smidge of creep, but in the best <laughs> way possible. But, like, and I don't... Like, Wait, what if she actually tunes no in? No, creep in a good way. Like, I love that she's, like, she's, like, sort of kooky. Like, yeah, she's I like a cookie her. queen. Yeah, exactly. And she puts mayo in everything. Yes, love her. We love you, Ree. Please yeah. listen. <laughs> like follow retweet. Yeah. Okay, um Alton Brown. Creep. Do you guys not know who he is? I actually don't follow this man. Yeah, so Church and I literally only follow like the probably the ones that you would classify as a cook. True. So well, no, I don't know he, if this guy is a chef or not. No, but... he so he like does like weird like food like knowledge things on the food network and like hmm. I don't know, he's like is he a little weird with the glasses? Yeah, he has glasses. Like, <gasps> oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah creep. Yeah, yeah creep. creep. Totally creep. creep. Okay. Yes. Okay, Bobby Flay. Creep. <laughs> I say chef, though. I say chef, too. Oh, my yeah. God. He's a like creepy a chef. Creep. A creepy chef. He's, He's like, like the grilly guy. He, he, che- he cheated on his wife with, like, his 
like second in command at the restaurants. Look, what does that have to do with the, with his culinary skills? It makes him more of a creep than a chef. Okay. All right, next. Okay. Ina Garten. Chef. Oh! <gasps> <laughs> she is my queen but she's not a yeah. chef look okay so i'm gonna agree with church here only because i think that she, i don't think that she would even identify herself as a chef i think that part of ina's appeal is being she's like accessible it's all supposed no, to be how all, easy is that all, you know our ingredients are like so crazy like you need to go to like a crazy no, market no it's I like the farmer's market it's like literally all she preaches is like use everything fresh and try to get exactly. good quality when you can yeah but it's not like out of control she limits her ingredients she's very okay. accessible totally i mean her thing is either how easy is that and then she said you know if it's some crazy ingredient, you know, she'll say, and if you can't get that, store-bought's fine. Yeah. So, like, it's all about accessibility and use what you have. She's a cook, okay. but she's a very, very good cook. Agree, agree. And a course. great wife and a wonderful businesswoman. And... LGBTQ ally. <laughs> yes. Yeah, unfortunately, we can't say the same for Ree, but... <laughs> oh, God. I am gagging. <laughs> Sorry, I found an old blog post. Oh! <gasps> Yeah. Oh my god, what? This is oh, a Oh god. I know. Dan sort of like cut me off on my re-talking points. Oh, but yeah. oh my god. Great. That's okay. So I, I did a Google search of re-drumming to LGBT. <gasps> and the first thing that came up was a blog post from 2007. Okay. Where she talked about how she like dated this guy in high school, I think it was. And then while she was in college, he reached out to her and she was like, oh my god, what if he's like you know, trying to get back with me, and she was dating some other guy, but she had these, like, fantasies of, like, oh, like, what if he, like... Is the what one. If, yeah, what if we, like, run away together and he's the one? And so they, like, went on this great, like, day date together. It was, like, they had the best time, and then they had dinner, and after a couple glasses of wine, she said that he came out to her. And that's literally, like, where the story ends. It wasn't, like, I was so proud of him, I was so happy for him, it was, like... He was gay. <laughs> it was like over. She was like, I'm glad that he found... No, she didn't even say that. She said, she said, it seemed like he was sad, but I'm glad that oh. he could like, like, um, confide in me or something like that. It was uh, like, so it was abysmal. like, it was sort of nice, but it wasn't like, I support him. It was like, you know, it was very wishy-washy. Okay. But you know, I mean, she's a, you know, whatever. All right, let's get back to the read. Anyway. So, um, next up, <laughs> Trisha Yearwood. Oh, queen. <laughs> and also a creep. <laughs> no, okay, she is just, like, so shameless. Like, she's disgusting. Oh, but... why? What do you mean, why? Like, base... you're saying this based off of what fact? Have you ever seen her show? Yeah. Oh, I go back up church she on this. literally is disgusting. Okay, I will. I I actually have a tangible example of her creepiness. And Daniel, you were with me oh, when yeah, you watched yeah, this yeah, episode. Yeah, there was an episode where her son came home from no, college. No, I think it was like a nephew. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't even her son. Okay, a family member, a younger family member, came home from college and brought a bunch of his friends, and she kept bringing up the fact that like 
he tried out to be on the cheerleading squad, like, on a dare, and they kept, like, emphasizing that it was, like, on a dare, yeah. and it was just to, like, meet chicks and yeah. stuff. And, like, like, so many oh, chicks have you guys Yeah, got? and, like, they, like, came into the kitchen, and she's like, oh, I bet you're beating, a, you're meet, a beating, beating <laughs> a bunch of chicks. And he was like, yeah, we're meeting a bunch of chicks. So, uh, yes, yeah, she I, I is... I it, not a cook, she's a creep. Creep. It's creepy. creep. It's creepy. Yeah. It's creepy. It's creepy. <laughs> Okay, right. up next, Giada De Laurentiis. Oh my god. Cook. Yeah, cook. Cook, but like... Like the most annoying. Her voice is creepy. Creep. Oh, Creep. Right, we're next. gonna add some celery for crunch. <laughs> oh my god. Is that your impersonation? <laughs> little crunch. Crunch. Creep. What is wrong with you? Okay, Valerie Bertinelli, who apparently has a show on the cooking channel. Um, I'll say cook. Or no, actually Food Network, I think. Cook. I'm not educated enough, so... I don't know. Cook, okay. Cook. Patricia Heaton. Creep. Haven't even seen her on a cooking show, but I'm just gonna say creep. Creep. Alright, next. A personal fame, Sandra Lee. She, Sandra she Lee. defies categories. She Our is queen. Our first lady. She's first a queen. Lady. She, yes. we, we just recently saw her... A few months ago, blocking in the Christopher Street. Yes, she was showing honey. the queens what's what. Showing them what's what. She is an LGBTQ icon. Yes, glug glug glug. Consistently Vodka. best dressed at the Met Gala. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> all yeah. right. In all seriousness, I mean, could we even classify queen? Her? Queen. She's not a chef, nor a cook, nor a creep. She's, She's a, a queen. She transcends all categories. We are semi-home slayed. Okay. Hence the name of oh this episode. Alright, Paula Dean. Problematic. <laughs> Major sorry. Major creep. I once loved her, but sorry. Guy, Guy Fieri. Fieri. Ew! Creep, 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 creep. It's creepy. Oh my god. Try donkey sauce. Anyway. <laughs> um, Jamie Oliver. The naked chef. Chef. He's a chef. chef. No, he's a cook. I think he's a chef. What qualify? Why, why do you think he's a cook? Okay, fine, he's a chef. He's a chef. I feel like he's a chef. Okay, um, Nancy Fuller. Oh, no, but you skipped Oh, one. sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, Mark Summers. Creep. I don't know her. He he so, hosts, he hosted Double Dare. On Nickelodeon. On Nickelodeon. But now oh, he hosts such a And he hosts also, like, a hypochondriac and won't touch anybody. Oh. <laughs> so, but he, he hosts that show on Food Network Unwrapped, which is basically like how it's made, but food items. Well, so it's like, like, oh, it shows you like how Doritos are bagged. <laughs> I love it. I watch it. Creep. I watch like five creep. episodes in a row. It's, it's creepy. Like, I mean, yeah. it sounds fascinating, but creep. It, he's a creep. Nancy Fuller. Oh my god, a proud cook. <laughs> I love Farmhouse Rules. Fam, tried out. It's yeah. one right after the Pioneer Woman. Yeah, well, no, is it like. I feel like sometimes Trisha's on uh, after, yeah. and sometimes it's Nancy, unless, like, it's all, like... Mm. I feel like Trisha usually is before... Nancy? No, Trisha's usually before Rhee, and then Nancy is after Rhee. Okay. Rhea. They're all, like, in the same line. Yeah. yeah. Either way, I'm on the couch for two hours. Anyway, um, Pat and Gina Neely... Oh, my God, may they... May oh. <laughs> <laughs> their relationship. Their relationship <laughs> in that show just I die young. Me and Saturn. <laughs> um, what are they? Um, I Dead. Like, Dead great cooks. <laughs> great, great cooks. cooks. Honestly, great cooks. Their show is all about the chemistry, so I, I don't care to watch either of them I will alone. say, I have made a few Neely 
dishes in my day. Mm. Fantastic. We need to go down and try out that barbecue place. I know. The Neely's Barbecue. It's still so operational? Somewhere in Midtown. Probably. Okay. Anyway, Rachel Ray. Creep. Oh, <laughs> a slob. It's creepy. Yeah. She's a slob. A successful businesswoman. Let's yeah. give her that. Alright. Um, but yeah, not my fave. Tyler Florence. Uh, he's a chef. Chef, for chef, sure. Definitely. Anne Burrell. Creep. Chef. 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 No, no she's a chef. What? <laughs> she's so scary. <laughs> chef queen. She, I mean, she is scary. Isn't she but... like femme fieri? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's one like Snapchat filter who sort of looks like her. A fan you know, Like there's the one with oh like the God. short blonde hair with like the with like the headscarf. Oh, it sort of looks like Amber Al. Anyway. <laughs> it hasn't been around for a couple days. Anthony Bourdain. Oh my god, Chef, Chef and Chef my king. king. He is amazing. Yeah, wonderful. Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> um, I would call her a very I don't know. She's definitely a cook, but she's interesting. She like kind of comes comes up with her own stuff, but it's like oh, I didn't realize you were following her. So intensely. I love Chrissy Teigen. Oh, <laughs> so the proud tigress. You're a tigress. I'm a proud tigress. Oh my god. I say cook. I've only really seen like a couple things on that Tyra Banks show that she's on. She's cooked cook. like a couple, oh, yeah. a couple like, snacks on there. Yeah. Um, which are always seen good. Okay. Debbie Mazar and her husband, who I'm not sure. Oh, they share. They have a show together. It's about um, uh, they they cook like Italian food together. I've never seen it, but I just want to say chef because you know. Is Mazar Italian? (laughs) Is she Italian? No, apparently her husband is. I don't know. We didn't research that one. I'll give her cook. What? Well, she is the star of um, your favorite show. What's my favorite show? Oh, with Sutton, Far- Sutton Foster, younger. Yeah, she's on that. I'm surprised you're not like more pro Debbie Mazar. I love younger. I love TV Land. I can't wait for the Kyle Richards TV Land show. Anyway, <laughs> um, Emerald Lagasse, chef. Chef. Yeah, that's fine. Begrudgedly. Haley Duff, chef, greatest chef of all time. <laughs> oh my god. Better than Julia Child. What is her best dish? Oh my god. To date. She baked a cake with uh, Hillary. Hillary. Yeah, well, Hillary actually baked the cake, and they had like a five-minute conversation about how Hillary's was so much better than Haley's, and it was just like a sisterly back and forth. Ugh. The show is delightful. Stop. I recommend it. Tia Mowry. Creep. <laughs> Why? Don't you? All around creep. Church doesn't trust an identical twin. I don't. I, don't, I sure do not. <laughs> Torian Dean. Torian Dean. I'm Two not, creeps. I'm not even sure if they actually have a show. I think that they were just on their cooking channel website because they had a recipe. <laughs> or maybe they were like on an episode of like Celebrity Chopped or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but creeps for sure. Yeah, two they creeps. are like just so icky. Finally. And finally, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Chef. Absolute chef and what a delight. Okay, now this is one thing I actually just learned about when you two told me about it tonight and I oh. am... Intrigued. She's actually like a great host. Her her show is so much fun to watch. She always in, she's always got like two or three guests there with her, and they filter in and out. So like one helps her with the cocktails, the other one helps her with like the salad, the other right. one helps with the main. And so what's her and angle? Like, is it like entertaining hostessing? Or entertaining is it just like- hosting, and it's all like very like comfort, like down home, like 
food. It's not like, it's like no fuss, no frills. It's like very just like accessible. I love the show. It's right. like probably one of my favorite cooking shows. Okay, I'm gonna say She that. can yeah. also, well, I guess all these people can cook and speak at the same time. I can't. Which is, which is, which is <laughs> actually an underratedly hard skill. Yes, I can't Church tried to Snapchat me making Reed Drummond's mug cakes and I failed at <laughs> <laughs> cooking and speaking at the same time. But yeah, Tiffany Amber Thiessen's show is great. Check out the episode with Elizabeth Berkeley. All right, so out of like all of these people and then people we haven't mentioned, what are your favorite cooking shows? Church, you Gosh, I mean, I swear it's like it's got to be the Pioneer Woman. I, I'm sorry, it has to be. You love Pioneer Woman. I just love her. Or Ina. I do love Ina. Yeah. Okay. I think, I mean, definitely Re. I love, like, Ina's always like, it's like a warm blanket just mm -hmm. watching her. I love that theme music. Haley Duff's show is also a lot of fun. I'm <laughs> not even gonna lie. Obviously, you know, I love Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Um, but I will also say, not like, it's not exactly a cooking show in the way that like we've been talking about them, but I love the Great British Baking Show. It is so much fun to watch. So it's, you talk about this a lot, and I've never seen it. What is the whole? So it's literally like a competition it. show. They're in like a tent in in like the British countryside. There's this like little old lady who hosts it. Um, I forget what her name is. I haven't watched in a it's while. It's kind of like taking an ambient. Oh. I, <laughs> Well, so it's, it's a BBC way. show, but you can uh, watch yeah. it, like, on Netflix, and right now I think that there's a new season, like, currently airing on PBS, but I haven't been watching it. I've only watched the, the Netflix season. Um, but I love it. Yeah, you love it so much that you were focusing and then sliced your thumb while chopping Brussels sprouts yes. and had to go to the hospital. I was hospitalized because of the Great British Baking <laughs> Show, but it was worth it. Well, it was also when we were on the Whole30, so I couldn't eat anything that they were making. Oh, yeah. So I was, like, I'm dreaming sorry. about having, like, a strudel. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, like, sliced my thumb and called Dan and said I need to go to the emergency room. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I have an unpopular opinion. Giada De Laurentiis. Is she just, like, annoying? I, I've never even really watched. I've only seen her, like, in clips. I've never seen a full episode. But she, to me, she's, like, the Kristen Chenoweth of food. Oh, my God. Just, like, annoying, right? <laughs> <laughs> Talented, but a lot. Yes. A yeah. Lot. And also but, just, like, a charlatan. Like, are you eating anything? Sure. That you're, <laughs> are you eating anything you're actually making? <laughs> no, like, she, you are so full of shit. She's just smelling it. Yeah. Um, so my favorites are, I skew a little bit more towards it. Well, I love Ray. Mm -hmm. I will watch it every, every weekend morning. I got you into yeah, Ray. Yeah, I never saw that before you introduced me to her. Yeah. Um, but I love Top Chef back in the day. And in fact, there was a Top Chef contestant living in our apartment building for a few years, Dale Talday. And we went to his restaurant so good. Uh, called Talda here in Brooklyn. And if you, for all you New York queens, you better check it out. It's like actually really great. So delicious. Um, so I was a Top Chef fan back in the day, but then I've like fallen off because it got too much of the same, 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 same. We have too many shows. Too. You guys also, you guys, shows. you know, at one point loved MasterChef Junior. Oh no, I, I was just getting to that. I love MasterChef, but I didn't actually catch this past uh, season this summer. But that's because, like, they changed the, the host too much. It's only, like, yeah. Graham and that, the girl. Like, they got rid of uh, the Italian guy and, like, the fat guy. Um, but 
but I do love MasterChef Junior, and I cry during every episode, except if I don't like the kid who gets kicked off, then I don't cry. It's a delightful <laughs> show. I will say that you you got me hooked, yeah. and it's just nice watching all the kids support each other. Yeah, they're yeah. all supportive of each other. Um, so that's pretty much it. Growing up, do you guys have any memories of like favorite cooking shows? I remember like coming home from swim practice on like a Saturday morning, and like just like going to my room and turning on PBS and like old episodes of Julia Child and that would like lull me to sleep like for a nap. Yeah, I, <laughs> I had PBS at my grandparents' house when they would watch me and I remember Julia Child but I also remember there was this guy called Yan Cam Cook and it got me like into Asian cuisine. I was like, oh, oh my God. Is that where it comes from? <laughs> well, no, it's a combination of that and then also the fact that since I'm allergic to cheese, uh, Cheese is in, like, no Asian cuisine right. for the most part. So it's like, I can eat anything. You guys, I think I missed out on the Julia Child when she was, like, on, when her show was running on air. I well, never saw an episode. I think when we were watching I mean, it, it was, like, reruns. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it wasn't never, live. Like, I it, never it was in, saw like, it. I know, but I just, like, never saw one. You should, you should like, re try to revisit them Well, somewhere. also, you need to watch Julia, Julie, Julia and Julia. Um, hello, my favorite movie ever. Oh, you did oh, see it? Yeah. Oh, okay. But so never, like, a lot, like, never, like, a, like, an actual 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 Julia, just Meryl yeah. Julia. Yeah. yeah, just Meryl. <laughs> Who, by the way, better. Oh! oh, oh, oh. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Jump around the corner looking for food. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's it for the deep dive, I think, this week. Um, so we're going to get to the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. First, uh, we've, we've named this person before the Freak, um, but I think it's deserved it again. Uh, Brendan Davis is the Freak of the Week. He, this is the first episode he's ever missed, and we all miss him, but I guess he's got to take a vacation. Um, he deserves it. He's he been working it. hard. Look at, look at this empire you guys have built. Oh my god, <laughs> yes. I mean... <laughs> For, for what it's worth, we didn't realize that last week was going to be all Olympics originally, and I would have been on vacation then, and he would have had a guest star, but things just panned out the way they did. There'll be another yeah, off maybe, week yeah, for Brendan and we'll the guest. Um, so then, the one true queen, and the gag is... It's Kiki Waller. <laughs> That's <laughs> the gas. So, um, okay, let's let's back it up a little bit. Kiki Palmer's become like a little meme thing in terms of like the gag. That's the gag. Her Snapchat presence. Has her been Snapchat like... presence. Like people have been posting screenshots of her on Seth Meyers. Uh, explain to him what the gag is. And I got onto the, the train a little bit earlier than you did, Alex. Yeah, and I was, like, not into it, and now I'm yeah. obsessed. Like, all of P-Town, like, everything was the gag. Yes. Uh, and it still is the gag. So people understand what this is, because I'm still, like, so okay. not getting it. So it's like, um... Like, what is the gag? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, it's like the catch. Like, that's the like. But I, but I feel like I don't understand. Like what she's like, like, okay, I, I, like, example would be like, like, oh, like she loved my chocolate cake so much, but the gag is it only took five minutes to cook. Oh, uh, is that or, a good example? Or, yeah, or like, but I feel like she's she's not even understanding her own gag because like her remarks are non sequiturs, like they're just not making sense. Well, like the clip that you watched with Seth Meyers wasn't the best example uh, of the gag. Her Snapchat, her Snapchat, are really better. Yeah. So anyway, the reason she's the queen this week <laughs> was that she was at some like. Ladies' luncheon, fundraiser, motivational event, 
And it was like all like high powered women, like the former CEO of Reddit, the creator of the Bumble app, mm -hmm. uh, a bunch of like women. But like a powerful, like high up people at like Facebook and Buzzfeed and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, exactly. the, and the theme was is like, like how they want to empower women and like what they, what their thoughts on the election. Well, it was like, like I don't yeah from it like I don't well like the we don't really know what like the point yeah, we of were lunch there. was <laughs> but she started Snapchatting like every single person going around the table they were introducing themselves and talking about what they wanted to see out of this upcoming election yeah so right? they go, they go around to like. 20 people and she's snapchatting each individual introduction like all up in their faces giving some like <laughs> captions to them which were hilarious like yes. one of them was like a girl is talking about like well she works i at, took some screenshots yes yeah, we'll post the screenshots too uh one girl works at buzzfeed and he's like oh buzzfeed i love those buzzfeed quizzes and like the girl's talking about like Hopes and dreams. Hopes and dreams. Yes. So my thing is, like, can you imagine how, like, awkward she must have been, like, while these women are, like, going around the table, like, speaking from the heart, and she's just, like, phone in your face, Snapchatting? <laughs> uh, and then one girl's talking about, like, how she was in debt from, like, college and stuff, and, like, she was... Well, she, the caption was, talking about how her student debt trapped her for some time. Sad face. <laughs> Which... So, uh, eventually, yes. eventually, eventually it gets to Kiki, and then she's... She takes a Snapchat of her. I thought she was gonna like hand the phone to someone, but she takes her own Snapchat of oh, her yeah. speaking. She's got it in her own hands. And she's talking. Uh, her comment on the election is how she's just learning. No, no. She, well, she what she wants to get from the election is like she wants to educate the kids and herself on how to vote. And she's saying how she's just learning that like Congress passes laws and like all these oh, things are God. just getting into her. And, like, I think I, I, I was Googling this, and I think, like, she's, like, on some sort of campaign of, like, vote, like... Like, rock the rock vote the type vote thing. Rock the vote type thing. And, like, she was saying some interesting things in her own Snapchat. And we're going to post a little video of it because it's... Like, we were watching it last night. I was we were in tears. We were racking up. So oh she God. is the one true queen this week, and that's the gag. Um, and that's, that's the gag. That's the gag is. <laughs> Uh, so I want to thank you guys both for being here this week. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Church. Thanks for, for having us. us. We miss you, of Brendan. We miss you, Brendan. He'll be back next week for all you freaks who can't do without him. Who <laughs> hate us. Um, <laughs> so that's our show for this week. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, on Google Play. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Submit your questions and thoughts to us there. And you can also email us at comefortqueen at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at IDKIDK, and Alex, where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at Alex S. Hurst, H-U-R-S-T. Yeah, uh, and Church, what about you? On Twitter, I am at Winston Chipwell. Yeah, and what was your, uh, snap for the recipe? Oh, my Snapchat is just Chipwell, C-H-I-P-W-E-L-L. -L. Perfect. Uh, so make sure you like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, and retweet. Love them, love them. Please retweet. See you, See you next, next week. week. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen.